This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. I am your host, Gregory Brown. And with me today, I have the two grunts of the podcast, <laughs> Andy Brown. How you doing, bud? Doing well. How are you, Greg? I'm doing great. It feels good to be in charge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I know. Do I get a mute button to, sh- to shut people up? Yeah, you're running the show, Greg. It's Freaky Friday episode. <laughs> Freaky Friday. So today... Andy, Mr. Busy, did yep. not watch the game. This is correct. Meanwhile, hey, hey, Greg, hey, hey, hey. I watched the highlights. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I watched all 60 minutes of this football game. Hot damn. This is a first. Mm-hmm. No, this is the first regular season game, maybe. No, that 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 I have not watched in Gregory. Oh. Yes, for sure. That's for sure. Easily, how the tides have changed, indeed. Yeah, so Steve, how's your new year's going? New year, same shit. Mm. I'm also the only non COVID positive that is on the podcast today, yeah, so far. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I honestly, I my odds were on Greg getting at first because he seems to be the one who does the most shit. That's true. Like yeah, you're awesome. always like going places and doing stuff, traveling. I I definitely thought you would have gotten it first. So mm-hmm. I am well impressed, Greg. Yeah, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. You know, this is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You're also the most <laughs> susceptible, dude. You think about the summer of the itis you had. Mm. But outside the the summer of the itis, I've been pretty healthy. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I I rarely get sick, so. But I think I'm like Mick Brown. When I get sick, I get absolutely pathetic. Yeah, you are kind of a baby. Yeah. Also, oh, yeah. unlike Andy, I didn't even have symptoms. So clearly, I'm the better brother here. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> that just means you didn't really get it. I went whole hog. I got I got full COVID. None of this like oh, I tested positive, but I don't, I'm not showing any symptoms. I got the full cold symptoms, the full flu symptoms. I was out for two days. No, boo. But I'm back. <laughs> oh, you put it thing. What a Andy Pandy. I'm going to remember this, Greg. You, from, you get it because it's definitely a matter of time. Dude, my immune system. I, I play in the dirt, Andy. All right. <laughs> my immune system has been through hell and back. Have you not to- seen the videos of me as a child literally sitting in a puddle playing cars in it? I invented yeah. playing in the dirt. Well, the results say otherwise. And Buffalo is playing in the dirt at Buffalo that's, in that RV. That's playing. Yeah, that's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, you only embrace the dirt, Andy. I was born. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, week eleven, two thousand and four, Monday Night Football. The Patriots are at Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Dick Vermeil. Kansas City Chiefs. We got some good Dick Vermeil squint in this game. That you know, when he's all flustered, maybe a little weeping, squinting. You know, oh shit. Mm. He's also noted crier, Dick Vermeil. When did he cry? He cries all the time. You haven't heard? It's like his reputation. No. (laughs) Weepy Vermeil. Apparently, some players like it and some hate it. Which one would you be? I mean, I don't want to see my coach cry. That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm all for like crying in like situations that call for crying. You know, but, but if like you're crying frequently, yeah, you got to get a hold of your shit. You know. Do you think tears of joy works? Mm, yeah, tears of joy are always fine. Yeah, but like. I'm sad tears. You just got to reserve those for the special moments. That's true. Yeah. Dick from is all about the crying. It's, it's a little too much. 
Mm. So the Patriots come into this game. They haven't won a game in Kansas City since 1964. Fuck me. That's all I got. Apparently, it's not even Arrowhead Stadium either. So the old stadium. What do you mean? The last time they won or this game? The last time the Patriots won in Kansas City. Is that like <laughs> some other <laughs> memorial stadium or something? 64 didn't like the Patriots start in the 1960s too? Yeah, yeah. They, won, they won their first season and never again. Mm. So the Chiefs are three and seven, though. So they had that good year last year with Priest Holmes, where they lost to the Colts, right, in the playoffs and the shootout. So they had high expectations coming to this year, but they come into this game three and seven, playing the nine and one Pats. Pats are three point favorites, which I guess is is kind of surprising given their records. But I think yeah, the Chiefs think, right? are probably better than their record suggests, right? I think their offense was sick. Their defense, yeah. no bueno, and that was without Priest Holmes too. You definitely noticed him missing there. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's another headline for this game is Priest Holmes. Last year's rushing leader, touchdown leader. I don't know. He set in, some records back then too, right? Most touchdowns yeah. in the season, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's injured for this game. Um, going against the Patriots, who obviously we've talked about their cornerback issues. Mm. <laughs> A lot of Troy Brown in this one playing corner, which is nice. Yeah. Love that. How was the uh, How was the Troy Brown interception last week? Cool. Oh, oh, yeah. orgasmic. Yeah, absolutely orgasmic. His face. Probably I don't think I've ever seen him more excited yeah. coming off a of field than when he intercepted Drew Bledsoe. We also calculated how many balls he caught from Drew Bledsoe. I don't remember what it was, but it's possible because <laughs> I don't yeah. think they're not. <laughs> what about what about practice? How'd you, how'd you calculate yeah. that? We didn't even think. About well, we, we did some rough back of the napkin math, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Some approximations. Uh, just, just real quick, just to go back to your um, your Chiefs being a good offense. Uh, I actually found a thing. The Chiefs scored 483 points this season in 2004. And that was the highest total in NFL history for a team that finished the season with a losing record. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's that's hard to do. Scoring yeah, 483 yeah. points and, and finishing with a losing record. Was their defense just that bad? Yeah. Fuck. What yeah. was their so final they were, record? Uh, seven and nine. Mm-hmm. Seven and nine, yeah. Well, they got eight losses here, so they only lose once more the rest of the season. Yeah. But it wasn't the offense's fault. No. They were first in yards and second in points. For offense, and they were 31st in yards and 29th for points on defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Trent Green yeah. threw for 4,500 yards. Trent Green and 27 what touchdowns. Were, uh, Those are Manning ass numbers back then. Yeah, Trent Green sucks, though. Yeah, I know. This is what I'm saying. And even he <laughs> succeeded in this Kansas City offense. Dick Vermeil knows what he's doing. Where offense. did Tony Gonzalez end up? How the comedy? Because this is peak him. The whole uh, he had 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns. Led the team. This is his best season. Yeah. Double check the um, whole game. Yeah. <laughs> other notable players on this team. So obviously, Priest Holmes, but he's hurt. Yeah. Um, Dante Hall, Tony Gonzalez. Their offensive line was ridiculous, too. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, it's good when you actually recognize the names of the players. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. The offensive line. <laughs> Willie Rofe, baby. Willie yeah. Rofe. The Chris Berman used to call him Willie Pot Rofe, right? Something like that. Yeah. Brian Waters. Will Shields. Yep. Those are all names I recognize, which is impressive. Doesn't yeah. Brian Waters play for the Patriots later in his career? And then again, the Jets? Hmm. I don't know. Stat check. I'm here to take notes to ask questions to have you, Andy, to stat check. So Question check. Andy has stat check, Greg. Yeah, that's uh, true. He played for New England in 2011 and then Dallas in 2013. He does not play for the Jets. Apparently, <laughs> 2012 on Pro Football Reference just says missed season, refused to report. Ooh, I like that. Didn't fucking show up in 2012. I was like, nah. Maybe yeah, he wasn't you. vaccinated. In 2012? Yeah. Didn't have his T-DAP? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> MMR. 
Get out. <laughs> the do you hear Rogers say calling the MVP the most valuable vaccinated player? Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it would be if it was most vaccinated player. Like, like mm. just stick with the MVP, dude. Yeah. Butchering yeah, joke. True. Pretty funny though. Then you call the guy a bum too. That's yeah, how he's yeah, come yeah. back, calling people bums. Yeah, that guy is a bum too. That's, that's legit. So any other uh, notables about the Chiefs? Uh, yeah, um, their special teams coach, Chad O'Shea, longtime Pat's wide receivers coach back then. So the Patriots must have seen something in, in, their, in the Chiefs special teams here because in 09, they would sign him for nine years. Hmm. But, Andy, you're doing a terrible job of being Greg right now. You're remembering a bunch of facts. You're coming up with, you know, deep cuts <laughs> like that. All right. Here's, how about this then? All right, I'll, I'll be a Greg. Conversation, you know, lead us down some weird places. I got, I got a deep dive for you, and it has nothing to do with uh, any player on either of these teams, but the announcer, John Gruden. John, mad. You told well, you told me it was John Gruden, so I did a John Gruden oh. deep dive. Oh, perfect, because it was John Madden. <laughs> Good. So this, I'm, I am, I am. Killing it as Greg. John Green still coaching back in, wasn't he? Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> John but coaching recently. You told me. So, should we this talk about John Gruden? You're doing a perfect job, Andy. Yeah. I am Total killing the Greg role right left now. Left third. I love it. This perfect Greg. <laughs> so, Gruden. Right, let's go. Let, let's, talk, let's talk about a bit about John Gruden because he's been in the news lately, too. So, we'll get to that. But first, we'll start. Um, born in Sandusky, Ohio, which I feel mm-hmm. like is if you're writing a movie is definitely foreshadowing Sandusky. Um, Dude, can I butt in for a second? Because I came across this today, which I thought was hilarious. All right. Did you know that there's a biography on Sandusky before Ooh. all the allegations came out? What? You want to hear, hear what it's called? It's titled? Oh, this is going to be great. It's called Touched, the Jerry <laughs> Sandusky story. No. <laughs> can't make this shit up. Swear to God, dude. Swear to God. Very naughty. Touched. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, that's God. rough. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, because apparently Dick Vermeil wrote like uh you know like one of the intro quotes or whatever, like talking about what oh, a good guy no. he was. Yeah. The, yeah, the preface or whatever. Mm-hmm. Jesus, oh, that's tough that's tough. Yeah. Um. So we we know that um. John Gruden has a brother Jay. Did you know he has another brother James, who is not into football? His dad was into football. Jay obviously like played football and coached um, James radiologist at uh, Cornell medicine. Mm. So black sheep of the family. He's probably the made, one that did it right. Yeah. Well, no, he's probably the one that makes the least amount of money. <laughs> he's only a doctor. Yeah. But they ain't fucking finding his emails and putting them out on ESPN. <laughs> to tell you that much. Well, speaking of which, uh, did you hear the, the Jay Gruden thing recently? No. Where, um, they were some somebody was interviewing him about because he used to be the coach of Washington, and so uh, they're interviewing him about the the announcing the new team name, and he said, uh, "I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but they should have never changed the name in the first place." <laughs> Bro, of all of all the takes, yeah. that's that's not the one. I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I'm going to ruffle them anyways. Yeah, yeah that's and, and like, like using no the offense. ruffle the feathers thing too. Like, Oh, ruffle the feathers. Like, that's a bit of a stretch, Andy. Well, uh, hey, I'm just reporting what I hear. What do you think? You know, (laughs) I think you just stay the fuck away from that. But, you know, should have kept the R word. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, cool, dude. You want to take bets on what they're going to call them? Admirals. I don't even know the options. It's going to be the admirals. I'm going a lot of there's a lot of smoke around admirals. Yeah. Yeah. Or generals. I heard it was military related, but that would make sense. I'm going hot. Well, I want it to be hogs, but they're too incompetent to actually come. Yeah, up with I want it. to be red hogs. They're gonna come up with something <clears throat> stupid or just something just really lifeless. <clears throat> red hogs would be good too. The hogs? Come on, man! <laughs> it's it's perfect. It is perfect. Yeah, because you can play into the history of the the yeah the, the hogs, history, the hogheads, and all. It's of like it. football being like the hog mollies, you know, just like yeah. big beefcakes, like exactly. It would perfect. be perfect. Yeah. You could paint your bus like a trailer, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. Mm. 
you put just hay around everywhere. Dude, just think about all like the shtick you could do with yeah, it, like yeah. the oinking for touchdowns. Oh like, hell yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Coming to the pig pen, you don't want to come play right? the pig pen. No, you don't. Dan Snyder, Snyder and he said no. Dan Snyder, useless piece of crap. Yeah. Oh, so um, the reason people were talking about how it was going to be the Washington Admirals is because if you go to WashingtonAdmirals.com, um. It it redirects to the the Redskins or the Washington football team website right now. Ooh, and um, so you know, like like there, there's some smoke there. Um, but other people were talking about how you know anybody can can direct right any URL to anything. So I decided to uh, test that out. So I registered. Let me see if I can find it. Um. Oh boy. Andy, can I just I want to document a quick pee pee slap for saying the R word there? Yes. I appreciate that. <laughs> Andy, guys, thank Andy, you for Andy again. <clears throat> Greg should be registering domains right now. You're Greg. Come That's on. That's true. But it was, I believe it was uh worsenflowner.com. And if you go to that, it now redirects to the WashingtonFootball.com website. So it does work. Yeah. Anybody can point any website they want That's to. True. Yeah. So if you go what to what is that, it? Let me try. Um, worst NFL, uh, NFL owner.com. Let's see if it works. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> so that's a fun oh. game that we can now play. Um, oh yeah. There are a lot of things that we can redirect now too. Oh wow. That, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it opens up a lot, right? It opens up a lot of avenues there. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, how about this? If anybody has anything, uh, text us on the hotline, 603-505-8043, with what you would redirect and where you would redirect it to. Mm. Small Dicks Incorporated. <laughs> how much redirect did you to pay for this? For like eight bucks. Eight bucks. It's worth it. For the year. For the a whole year. year of that joke. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, speaking of jokes, John, we'll go back to John Gruden. Uh, growing up, he was a Cleveland Browns fan, which I think explains a lot. Eventually, he became the head coach of not the Cleveland Browns, but the Oakland Raiders. Um, <clears throat> went in 2000, went 12 and four before losing to the eventual Super Bowl champion Ravens in the AFC ch- Championship game. And then the year after, went 10 and six before losing to the eventual Super Bowl champion, uh, New England Patriots, in a game you might remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then after. I think it was after that year he uh, didn't get fired. You know, he actually he got traded, kind of yep. similarly to the way Belichick was, yep. to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because uh, Tony Dungy got fired and went obviously coached the Colts, and so the Bucks the Bucks traded. Uh, here it is. Uh, High stakes trade included Tampa Bay's 2002 and 2003 first round draft picks, 2002 and 2004 second round draft picks, and $8 million in cash to acquire John Gruden. Mm, I got a Super Bowl out of it. So, yeah. So, all they did was go to the Super Bowl the next year because their defense was fantastic. And then John Gruden retooled the offense because, you know, that was his thing. Uh, you know, those high flying Oakland Raiders in the early 2000s. So, they meet. In the Super Bowl, it was basically called the Gruden Bowl in 2002. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gruden won, making him the youngest head coach to win the Super Bowl at age 39. That mm-hmm. would be surpassed by anybody know? The younger, uh, maybe? Who? One of the Harbaugh's? No. Uh, it was a coach who previously served under Gruden as the Bucks defensive backs coach, Mike Tomlin. Mike people. Tomlin. Huh. Right. Mike Tomlin is the youngest coach to win a Super Bowl. How old is he? I'm guessing younger than 39, so probably 38. <laughs> um, but the reason that the Bucks won the Super Bowl over the Raiders, one of the main reasons, other than one of the Raiders players going AWOL the night before the game, um, was Gruden's prior knowledge of the Raiders. Quote, the most damaging piece of evidence is NFL films footage of Tampa Bay defensive back John Lynch telling his teammates during the game 
that almost all the plays ran by Oakland's offense were plays that Gruden, who that week even played the part of Rich Gannon by playing quarterback with the scout team offense, specifically told them to look out for. Better still for the Buccaneers was that the Oakland hadn't changed their audible calling signals that Gruden himself had installed, thus tipping off plays repeatedly. That's that's bad, guys. Well, yeah, that's the Raiders' fault for not changing the offense when he left. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. That's bad. And then you're playing the same guy who installed that offense. The Super Bowl, but still. (laughs) How did nobody else catch on is what I want to know. Good question. Because they're not taping practices. Yeah. So that's true. Plugging yeah, locker rooms. <laughs> Stealing playbooks. Jamin headsets. Um, headsets. That's right. The Bucks would finish uh, seven and nine and five eleven the next two years because they were in cap hell because of it, um, and became the first team to have consecutive losing seasons after winning the Super Bowl. So John Gruden is uh, the best at failing too. Um, the low point was. A Monday night game against the Colts, who obviously are now coached by Tony Dungy, who was his predecessor. And that was the game where the Bucks were, uh, yeah, 35 14 in the fourth quarter and still managed to lose 38 35. Remember that game? Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning just went the fuck off. Oh, yep, right? yep. Uh, so then Gruden took a whole bunch of time off uh, until he was lured back in the NFL with a 10 year, $100 million contract, which we all remember in 2018. Um, uh, part of that included a no trade clause so that he couldn't get traded like he was when he was the coach of the Raiders the first time. Uh, and then, as Greg alluded to, in October 2021, this is the juicy bit. A league investigation into the Washington football team for workplace misconduct uncovered emails Gruden sent to then Washington general manager Bruce Allen, where Gruden used racist, misogynistic, and homophobic slurs. This is where it gets juicy. The emails were written between 2011 and 2018. So this isn't just like a one-off. This is what he does. Uh, the emails referred to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell as a F-word, um, a bundle of sticks, and, Greg? An anti-football pussy. A clueless anti-football pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he also said Goodell shouldn't have pressured the Rams to draft, quote, queers, referring to Michael Sam, the first openly gay player, Gruden said that players who protest the national anthem should be fired, specifically referring to former 49 safety Eric Reed. Gruden used a racist stereotype to describe NFLPA executive director Demora Smith, which this is such a like a boomer thing, saying Dumboris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. Misspelling Michelin, of course, because it's you know John Gruden. <laughs> also, Dumboris, like really. That's uh, bad. that yeah that, that that's, that's such like a Facebook thing you'd see. It's a great it's it's grade school level. Yeah, it is. Dumb Boris Smith in elementary school. Yeah. Rudin also out. called then United States Vice President Joe Biden a nervous clueless pussy. So he likes clueless pussy. Um, <laughs> but this I didn't is hear that one. That's sweet. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean that that one that <laughs> that one tracks. Yeah. Um, Allen and others also received emails from Gruden that contained topless photos of women, including two Washington football team cheerleaders. Oof, which when you combine that with all the cheerleaders stuff for the, the Washington football team that, that went on is, you know, even worse. Gruden resigned on October 11th in, uh, after details were released to the New York Times or by the New York Times. And then he announced his intentions to sue the NFL and Roger Goodell for exposing his scandals. Um, and because of that, he was removed from the Buccaneer Ring of Honor, where he had been inducted in 2017 as a result of these emails. Gave me so, the pee slap. What? Gave me the old pee pee slap. Yeah, oh, yeah. They gave him a big old pee pee slap. Mm-hmm. He's a. He's a uh, Sometimes a naughty boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a patsy. He is. Very yeah, the only one to be smeared by that or caught up in that Redskins investigation because that's where all where it came from. So uh-huh. yeah. So my question so is: the Redskins got punished. They just kind of swept that shit on the rug and they took down. Oh Green. yeah, bullshit. big time. Right. So so why are they protecting the Washington franchise so strongly? No idea. And Dan Snyder specifically. Right. 
Like just boot his ass and get somebody else in there who's less of a headache. They'll make you more money, even. Yeah, probably not that easy to just boot someone though. I mean, the NBA did it pretty yeah. rapidly. No. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers had to do it. Oh yeah, the Panthers too, right? I think he resigned though, didn't he? Richardson? Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. I think he made same have. idea. The didn't the he sold the team. Too? <laughs> the shit he was saying was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the jeans Fridays. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. We'd be like, you'd oh, you put that on this podcast. You yeah, fill you those must, jeans out. Yeah, you must <laughs> yeah. have to jump and get into those jeans, huh? <laughs> yeah. This creepy old man shit. Uh, <laughs> terrible. So, Which is nowhere near as bad as anything Dan Snyder's done. Yeah, I mean grew even Gruden. It's like 2011 is a different time. I mean, obviously it's awful shit, but it's like he just comes off as like a dumbass more than like a malicious. Oh yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, like it's like a second and, grade insult, not like a yeah racial charge. You dumb Boris Smith. Like, come on. Yeah, it's like come on, dude. You fucking ten year old. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Buddy. John Gruden, unrelated to the game we're reviewing uh, <laughs> today. You're welcome. This was a John Madden game though, so that was sweet. It is a John Madden oh, game. Rest in peace. Madden. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. It's great to hear his voice, too. Did you watch mm. the game, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you, you picked up on this. That I don't know where I heard it, or I might have read it in the, the recap of the game, but did you hear about the Monday Night Controversy commercial from the week before? No. With Terrell no. Owens and Nicole Nicolette Sheridan? No. <laughs> so apparently this was like uh the when Desperate Housewives was coming out. Yeah. Or just starting to get popular. So there was a commercial, like the intro to the game where they did like a dual advert for the game and Desperate Housewives, where one of the housewives shows up in a towel in the in the uh locker room and TO is there and she's like, Don't go on the field, come stay with me. He's like, no, nah, no, I got to go out. I got to go out there. I got to go out there. And then she like, it's like a back shot and she like drops the towel. Mm. And he's like, I guess I'll stay. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> wow. And like people were like losing their shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is 2004. This is like 2004. Every time too. Yeah. And it's right after the Janet Jackson nipple gate, right? Yeah. That was the last Super Bowl. So was. people already had their antennas up for a fucking yeah. NFL. Yeah, they're already shit. outraged. They're just looking yeah. for a reason to be outraged even more. Yeah, I wrote down some of the quote quotes of reactions from different public figures, and they're fucking hilarious. I, Wait, I think I found it. You do you want to watch it first, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Let me see this thing. All right, let me uh, let me share this real quick. Good job, fact check boy. That's what we do. What the hell? Are you still there? What am I doing? Am I sharing? Yeah, I can see. Yeah, things. we can see it. Hey, look, I'm Greg. <laughs> Technical <laughs> difficulties. All right. Can you hear it? Yeah. Hey there, Carol. What are you doing? So now this is her taking off her towel. Oh, <laughs> he looks down and smiles. He looks down and smiles. <laughs> like it's Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, now they cut to the other two housewives watching that. Oh my. That that's spicy. That was a poorly done commercial and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You want to hear some reactions? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, John McCain oh, this should be good. said disgraceful performance. <laughs> By whom? Both of them. Uh, Terrible act. Lovey Smith, head coach of the Bears. Pretty close to pornographic. <laughs> I think that was the idea, Lovey. <laughs> uh, Pat Buchanan noted like Southern old man Republican. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A stinking thing for ABC to do. <laughs> um, Tony Dungy, Mr. Christian Values, is pretty upset about it. He said, we're oh, negotiating a new contract. Maybe we don't consider ABC. So he's really Ooh, trying to play hardball on this. Play some hardball there. Oh, and Dan Rooney, owner of the Steelers, mm-hmm. about the worst thing I've ever seen. 
Oh, Dan. I have a counterpoint. You got a lot coming to you, dude. (laughs) I I have a counterpoint to that, though. Terrell Owens in that game. Eight targets, six catches, 134 yards, three touchdowns. They won 49-21. Yeah, and he missed the first quarter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Goes up late and balls out. Good work. Yeah, no, he didn't. He got back uh, into the six minutes left and caught a 59 yard touchdown pass from Donovan McNabb to open Mm. the scoring. Didn't even take that long. Yeah, also, they're like, oh, he's like, the game starts in 10 minutes and you. You can't see it, but every single jersey is still in the locker. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are they wearing? This is a green screen of like a locker. Yeah. Yeah. They're both green screened in and they're trying to like mush it together. It's just so totally good. done too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. It had everybody in a tizzy. It had people saying it was racist because it was a trope. And then it was racist because it was a white woman and a black man. So it was like, you got both angles there. Oh, it was a whole big thing. Everybody was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Really hit the sweet spot. Uh, yeah, that. that's how you know you did it well. Everybody off. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, John Gruden or John. Sorry, look at this. That's probably why Andy. John Madden um, <laughs> commentated for this game. I actually wrote down a quote here that I think would really piss you off, Andy. Yes. John Madden talking about the referee said, Bill Le- Bill Levy, one of the best refs in the league. So not only is it a great commentator, <laughs> it's a great referee. I'm glad I missed this game. Yeah. You would have fucking had an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, another John or another uh, Maddenism. They were talking about Belichick's style, and I think they were probably ahead of the curve here, talking about how he like always wears the sweater. Mm, um, yeah, he said uh, Belichick looks like everybody's eleventh grade gym teacher, which I thought was pretty spot on. Oh, dead on. Oh, speaking of which, um, I've been searching the internet for a toddler sized Belichick hoodie. Can't find one yet. So if you find Ooh, one, let me know. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, you just get cute. a regular one and cut the sleeves off now. Well, it's not for me, Gregory. Yeah, but you, you can't can just find a regular man. toddler sized sweatshirt. Not the right color gray, you know. You need that like dark okay. gray, the the original Belichick gray. All right, I feel you. So if you find one, let me know. Yeah. Um, another Maddenism. Mm. They benched Earthwind Moreland. Oh no! In the first quarter, and he said Earthwind got fired. <laughs> good. That's not bad. Why well, he's a Hall of Famer, guys? That's Berman esque right there. Yeah, that's not too shabby. Yeah, so um, you want to talk about the game, Steve? You want to yeah. give me your input? First play of the game or something like that. You see a uh, sack by rookie Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Oh, rookie oh. Jared Allen. Jesus. Yeah. Rookie Jared Allen. This is going to be one of his first games. It's kind yeah, of probably crazy. Probably his 11th, I would think. Yeah, it's crazy to see those guys so young and, and you see them coming before, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wine and dine them, 69 of them. <laughs> <laughs> you hear about that? No. What? He had like an opened a restaurant. I don't know. It might have been in Kansas City or Minnesota, one of the two. And he, like, it was like all branded like 69 because that was his number. Yeah. Oh, and I guess was. their like logo or, or informal logo was wine and dine them, 69 of them. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he was basically Gronk before Gronk. Oh yeah, motherfucker! Literally picked number sixty nine. Uh huh. He had the mullet. Yeah. Yeah. I actually looked on his Wikipedia to see if he had done anything funny, and I saw legal issues, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out they're the most typical Jared Aaron legal issues you could imagine. He's got three DUIs, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for drunken disorderly, but yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh huh. (laughs) Oh, it's tough, though. I never remember him as a chief. I just remember him as a Viking. I remember the chief more than the Viking. No, oh, I just remember him as a Viking. And that he was just supposed to be one of the prolific uh, trash talkers, I believe. Jared Allen. Prolific what? Trash talker. Oh, yeah. He was always mic'd up. Do you know what his celebration was? Remember the... Uh... Oh, no. What was it? Remember? What he used to do that every, every time he sacked. 
Yeah, what was it supposed to be? I thought he used to be stirring the pot and then like a whoop, yeah. but he's tying the cattle. You know, oh, when you're doing, you tie yeah, him yeah. up. Yeah. It's like guys they like rolled his hands like a false start motion and then threw it over his shoulder or something. Mm. He was doing out there. That was a dick joke, you know. Number six. He's pretty sweet though. He's got a lot of personality. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And he was good. He also had one season with 22 sacks. Yeah. So yeah. Second, second most in a single season behind Strahan. Yeah. Also, TJ Watt might break that this year. You see that? Yeah. What's he at now? Well, I think he's at game. like 21. He's mm. got an extra game. Doesn't even. Oh, yeah. Good points. That's true. Yeah. Same with uh, Cooper Cup breaking the uh, reception yards record. Yeah. Yo, shout out Cooper Cup. He's about to win me a thousand dollars. There it is. Dude, I love that boy. Him yeah, and Jamar I, Chase. I, I, we're not talking about fantasy football. I mean, Come on, just let me tell you what my team on. is. I call them the Beatles. <laughs> Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, and Travis Kelsey. Like, tell Jesus me that's not act. That's ridiculous. Right yeah. Mine was uh, Kyler Murray and CMC. Oh, yeah. And the wheels fell the fuck off like we oh, yeah. four. <laughs> Dude, I'm in one league that's a double keeper. I've had Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey for like four straight <laughs> years, and they both have fucked me every year. Every year. And then yeah, every offseason, I'm like, well, you know. It's still them, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. there's a lot of potential. And then they fuck me again. It's my fault now. It's mm-hmm. my fault. You know, officially, yeah, yeah. All right, so Pat's come into this game, so we'll give you the uh, the final score. Oh, the Pat's yeah. ended up winning this by eight points, twenty seven to nineteen. Probably not as close as the score indicates. It was pretty competitive through about three quarters. Um, obviously, the Chiefs have a great offense, so they kind of have that firepower. But they're missing Priest Holmes, which I think was a hmm. was a big part of this game, and it was like a lot of the talking points from the commentators. So, so yeah, I actually did. Back. I, I did a, a deep dive, a little bit of a, a shallow dive on Priest Holmes before I did the John Gruden thing. A shallow and one. Huh? He's got to be the most unlucky or like underrated running back in the in the NFL. I think. I got a question before you jump in. Do we know why his name's Priest? Is that his name? Yes. That Nick- no, that, that his name is Priest Anthony Holmes. He's named Priest Holmes. Okay. He used to go by Anthony early, though. Like, he never, he didn't go by Priest until, like, uh, I think he was in college. Yeah. But he... Is he religious? Uh, I feel like he have to I'm assuming that. his family yeah. is. Is that, <laughs> or they want him to grow up to be a diddler? <laughs> Well, raised in a military household, apparently. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, a little bit. Um, But in college, he uh, it took him a while, but eventually got the uh, starting job in uh, University of Texas, the starting running back, and was killing it. Um, And then missed the '95 season with a knee injury, allowing the emergence of future Heisman Trophy winner Ricky Williams to take over starter. And, uh, you know, never recovered. Uh, then got drafted by the Ravens and started uh, fourth behind Bam Morris, Ernest Biner, and Jay Graham. Uh, eventually won the starting job uh, a couple years later. Uh, only, and then, you know, had his first thousand yard rushing yard, uh, season, including a 200 yard game. Um, and then, Two years later, he was supplanted by rookie running back Jamal Williams, which is why he got traded to the Chiefs. Jamal Lewis, and, right? Yeah, what did I say? Williams. Oh, Jamal Lewis. Yeah, sorry. You guys are terrible with names. Got Ricky on the brain. Yeah. So so he uh, gets injured in college, and Ricky Williams takes over for him, and then uh, runs for 1,000 yards in after beating out three guys. Four, actually, because he's behind Eric Tourette at one point. Remember Eric Tourette? Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> um, runs for 200 yards and then gets replaced by rookie Jamal Lewis before going to the Chiefs and setting records for touchdowns in a season and such. And then uh, gets injured in 2005. Uh, it was cut short by an injury to his spinal column from a tackle by Sean Merriman, which sounds, sounds right. fucking terrible. Uh, replaced by Larry Johnson. Would then take over his starting spot and he would never recover. 
So yeah, that that was like an interesting part of this game too, because Larry Johnson's on this team, but he oh. wasn't playing. So they were starting Derek Blaylock, who sucked. Yeah, I remember Derek Blaylock. He was not good. Yeah. He had like 10 carries for 20 yards at one point in the game. Woof. And the best part is this is peak Corey Dillon, who is the best running back we've mm. had in our lifetimes. Yeah. Yeah. But so apparently Vermeil hated Larry Johnson. Really? Yeah. Like he didn't want to draft Larry Johnson, but he like wanted a defensive player. And then they drafted right. him anyways. And then like he came in and um, they said, I saw a quote, Vermeil said he needs to grow up and take the diapers off because he wasn't like working hard enough in practice or something. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So they show him he's like standing on the sidelines in these games. And then he just like didn't get any touches. But once Blaylock gets hurt, they have to play Johnson. And then he just like, Tears it out, just goes off. Yeah, yeah. And then Vermeil has to, you know, tuck his sack and go back. <laughs> Goodness, I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Madden had a great point. Another plus for the commentators, Andy. Love it. It's John Madden. Talk him up. He was talking about how the Patriots have replaced that bubble screen game that they've always done, mm-hmm. even like the screen game with just Corey Dillon. Oh, yeah. Now they don't even need to run that. It's taking over that part of an offense, and not all Tom Brady's doing is sort of throwing it deep. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. It's awesome to see. Corey Dillon's super good in this game. And recently, all these games he's been playing in this year, he's just running over people. Didn't Corey Dillon fumble in this game? Like late? Yep. Mm Kind of kept them in it. So Yeah, he he scored twice. So this is actually interesting. It was his first Monday night football game ever. Yeah, because he's been on the Bengals for so long, they just don't play. It's awesome. That's great. And he's in his like eighth or ninth year at this point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The twilight of his career. Playing on shitty teams. Yeah. Like, it's not even shitty teams. It's just t- teams no one cares about because we still see the Giants. Oh, yeah. Got week and they're fucking terrible. Yeah, at least once a year, if not twice. Yeah. Yeah, so he scored twice. He had 26 carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns. He had a late fumble that like they could have put the uh put the nail in the coffin and he and he fumbled inside the five. Yeah. yeah. He did good on that last day of the six minute offense on there, and they chewed a bunch of time up mostly through him. So like right yeah. after the fumble, I came back to him and he played pretty well in that. That's what I want to say. Last drive, kick a field goal drive. But this offense is so balanced right now. Like yeah, it seems like they were getting like plays from everybody because like David Patton's still there. He had like a couple big plays. Daniel Graham had plays. Deion Branch, who came back first game since yeah, we six two, catches, hundred five yards. He went off like he had a sick yes. touchdown. Yeah, I haven't seen him in wow. ages. Oh yeah, that yeah, touchdown was got great. Corey Dillon. So it's like they, they were kind of firing on all cylinders here. This is some of the peak offense of Patriots, like of Brady, you know. The yeah. balance, like you said, is really the important part. They're definitely yeah. better in the pass game later on. Oh, they're yeah. never this good in the run game, you know? Like Lawrence Maroney was supposed to be this sort of back, and he's just, he just never was or anything like that. Yeah, I think it's because of Dylan. Because Dylan really, like, opens oh, yeah. up a lot of things because they have to play that. Yeah, you can't just sell out for the pass or, or something like that. You, you can't know, you have to respect that. Bring right. people. He's a big boy. Yeah. He looks similar to uh, Mondre, like, in the building. Mondre the giant. I think he's thicker than that. Oh yeah. I mean, they're all wearing gigantic shoulder pads back then too. That's true too. Yeah. I love the way Ramondre Stevenson runs. It's just like he's falling down the entire run, but still ends up getting six or seven yards. Yeah. Just stumbling the entire way. The Garrett Blunt man. Yeah. So the defense did end up giving up 19 points, a couple big plays. I think it's probably to do with uh, Ty Law and Tyrone Poole being out. And then they benched Earthwind, and then Randall Gay got hurt. So then they brought Earthwind back out. No, No, it was Asante that got hurt. Oh, was it? They had the camera right next to him, and you could hear him like screaming. It didn't sound good. It was bad. Oh, boy. Um, And then Gonzalez was kind of killing him, too. Well, they were like selling out to stop Tony. And leaving the corner sort of on islands, and they're just getting killed. He was just thrown over the top of them for big plays. Mm. And Gonzalez was still getting those too, but they couldn't run the ball at all. And like the yards per carry was super low. I remember it seemed 1.9 yards per carry. <laughs> 19 carries, 58 yards. Yeah. 
So they're shutting the run down. Not great. Johnny Morton, 107 yards receiving. Yeah. Eddie Kennison, 99 yards receiving. And Tony Gonzalez, 86. Was there any uh, Dante Hall sightings in this? Nah, he didn't. He didn't like flash that much. They kicked it to him too. They didn't. They weren't afraid of him. That's surprising because I think this might have been peak Dante Hall as well. I don't think. I think it's like three thousand four. He comes off. Two thousand four is. Now they said he had three returns last year. Actually. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Two thousand three. He had two punt returns for touchdowns. Two kick returns for touchdowns. 2004, he had another two kick returns for touchdowns. And he had the most kick return yards he's ever had. 1,700. Human joystick. Human joystick. X-Factor. So back to like the balance thing. I just remembered that I did take it. They had a graphic on the game. So through the nine games so far, they have 11 players with a sack, 14 players with a takeaway. 15 players with a reception and 11 players with a touchdown. Fucking A. Yeah, yeah. So the second team in the last 20 years with 10 plus players in each category. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, contributions from everywhere. Literally. Yeah. How does that stat hold up now? It's a good question, Steve. I wish we had a stat time. check guy. Yeah. That's a tough stat to check right there. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's <laughs> not that easy, Andy. And yeah. people just throw shit and see, see what happens. Ask Greg, Tucker. ours are usually asking you to Google shit. <laughs> Ask Tucker, Andy. He'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Use Twitter, you Twitter shit. I'm not gonna do that. Just Twitter it. I'm not gonna do it. That's being very good, Greg. Good job. Yes, yeah, is what I'm saying. Thank this, you. You're welcome. Also, the Patriots um, tie the record for um, the uh, consecutive games scoring first. It's the 15th straight game scoring first. Yes. It's pretty Which impressive. Tied the record, right? Uh, broke the record. Oh, that broke the record? Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. 15 games in a row. Yeah. Um, you guys got any other notes? Well, I mean, the game ended there with uh, a pretty sweet play. Their whole last drive was terrible because they did get the ball back with a couple minutes. Right? Oh, I saw this last play. By yeah. eight points, and they had a couple of they had a first down from the 20 or so with no timeouts. And then uh they just kind of squandered it and Willie finished it with that pretty sweet sack. Mm, buried him. He absolutely bodied the offensive lineman, too. One of those 15 yards this day and age sort of sacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely fell on him. Body weight. Yeah, Tr- definitely a body weight foul. Yeah. That shit's ruining the game. I tell you what. I agree. Yeah. They need that to like and the they taunting. need to change how many yards it is or something. Like mm-hmm. or like give like you know how they change it from like roughing the kicker to like contact yeah, yeah. with the kick. Like they need yeah, to do because yeah. they can't just keep giving away 15s for nothing, you know. Right. On a on a judgment call. It's the changing. taunting one is the worst though. Oh, yeah. Because they don't even know they don't they haven't even decided what taunting is. They just make it up as they go. Oh yeah. It's so bad garbage i wouldn't be surprised if they get rid of taunting but they're not going to get rid of roughing the passer so they need to figure it out that's true and right now they're just like they have no idea what they're doing just like anything flag i'm sorry are we complaining about the refs here (laughs) i'm complaining about current day refs. you're you're doing a pretty good job greg i like this (laughs) they're complaining about the the league not the referees you're you're doing a good job as as the end to the rule it's not their fault it's the rules fault that's right not with the taunting it's not Mm-hmm. Making it up, they as don't they want go. to call a taunting penalty, but you know, Ginger. Greg, it's a hard job. Cut that. Cut them a break. They're humans. They, this is part time. They should be full time. He's, he's the best referee in the league right now. Who? Uh, Bill Levy. Oh, all right. He used, he, to be a fireman. he used to be a fireman. Well, yeah, he's good under pressure. That's what, John, that's what John Madden told me. He used to be a fireman, and then he retired, and now he's a referee, which oh, is kind of interesting. That's yeah, very interesting. Uh huh. Thanks for that stat. All right, when you want to do best and worst? Yeah. He also, he, when he was talking about Larry Johnson, he said, <laughs> uh, they, haven't, they haven't pulled the cork on him yet. As in, like, he, they haven't, like, let him go uh, yeah, and play yeah. yet, which I thought was, like, you know, I've never heard anyone say that. I thought it was a champagne bottle, dude. That, that's a wine snob thing right there. 
He's a pretty well-spoken guy. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Have you guys watched the documentary? Not yet. It's on my list, though. Homework for next week. We'll loop back around and talk some some Madden. Okay. We can do that. All right, let's start with best and worst, then. I got a best on a Madden there. Give it to me, Steve. They're talking about what Belichick looks at for players, you know, it's like all like the intangible stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in like, even on that list is how they interact with the equipment guy. Uh, and John's like, well, I never really cared about that, but all the other stuff for sure. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, one of my worst is Matt light. He was just not good. He hasn't been good at all. This his entire career up to this point. He's not okay. He just struggles with speed rushers. Always has. You know how good he is? You know, just like you saw Jared Allen earlier. And you're like, wow, he's going to be really good. And you can see that in Matt Light. But, man, he sucks at the beginning of his career. He struggled a bit. It was always against, like, certain people, too. Like, he would have just a bad game where the entire game was terrible. But then you don't hear from him for three weeks. Oh, but Freeney would eat him up. Oh, Freeney would eat him up all the time. Oh, he was, like, so bad. Yeah, it was rough. I'm Um, telling you, speed rushers. That was the thing. That's best was a, a Tully Banta Kane kick return. Oh shit. Yeah. And I said, hey, that's the that's the guy Kelly credit card swiped in the ass. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's We're gonna I see did. if we can get Tully on mm. to hear his side of that story. Well, I mean, he shows up to house parties in Maine, so I don't think he's like <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just want to hear from his perspective. That's all. <laughs> Tully. All right, all right, Greg, you got you got some best and worst? Andy. Uh, Greg, Greg yeah. is driving this. Get off. All right. Greg is driving yeah. the all right, I'll give you some best and worst. Um yeah, please learn it to one of each. <laughs> uh my best is just Dante. Like, watch the game, Greg. He doesn't even have one to give. Like, my uh, best probably making it up on the spot. about some hey. random player. That's right. My best has nothing to do with this game. It's uh, Dante Hall's YouTube highlights. It's true. Those are electric. Those are. Yeah, we'll link them in the show notes. It's worth the watch. It's amazing. There's the one human in particular. Joystick. The one where he like runs backwards. Yeah. Yeah. He has a big loop back around. That yeah. one's so ridiculous. Yeah. Who else you got on that list of like best YouTube guys? Uh, Barry Sanders for sure. Barry oh, Sanders. Man. There, there's um, like a, a list of a hundred best Barry Sanders run, and they're all like yes. top runs from anybody else. This <laughs> is like YouTube highlights. He's got a hundred of them. What was uh, the guy that played for the Saints that won the Heisman at USC? Oh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush's college highlights are those are ridiculous. Absurd, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just making people look silly. Yeah. Actually, Barry Sanders for that too. Uh uh Dion Lewis's. College mm, highlights being good, yeah, those were dirty. See that? That's a, that's a bit of a deep cut. Um, Randy Moss, Randy Bikes. Moss, anything. Randy yeah. Moss Vikings highlights are insane. Any any Randy Moss highlights, any, any Moss even his college highlights are dirty. But there's something about the Vikings ones where it's just so raw. Like the talent <laughs> is so yeah. like like you, it just compared to the other players in the field. You're like yeah. this guy is not in the same league. He's not human. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking so fun to watch. Lawrence Taylor too, I would say. Just mm-hmm. just throwing Sean people Taylor. around like rag dolls. Yeah. That's a good one. So yeah, I'll have to put a list together, I think. So who do we have? We had Dante Hall, Reggie Bush at USC. Hall, Reggie Dion. Bush, USC. Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis. Uh, Randy Moss. Oh, Barry Sanders. Um, McGruff, <laughs> McGuffy, remember McGuffy? Was, well, he had a hilarious nickname, right? The fridge guy. The, isn't there like a college quarterback? That was like huge. Oh, you're, you're talking about the hefty lefty. Um, no, that's somebody different. That's Jared Lorenz and Lorenz. We'll, we'll put there. him on there because his highlights are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <they> are. <laughs> yeah. McGuffy was like this white kid from Texas that was like, it was like peewee football and he was just like dominant. Oh, that was like dude. right when YouTube first came out. Yes, yes, yeah. Those like, are oh, super dude. old. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, I didn't even know that had a that. And he hurdled. That he was the first guy to hurdle somebody, a defender. 
<laughs> Sam McGuffey or something like that. Sam McGuffey. We're going to write it down and see if we can find him. That one might not make the list of links, but we'll try. Just wait. You're going to watch it and be like, this one's top of the list. I've never seen it. You probably have. All right. Uh, my worst. That was a good best, Andy. Not bad, right? No. Uh, my worst is uh, just the fact that these Chiefs are a losing team. They are. They joined the 1975 Buffalo Bills as the only two teams in NFL history to score an average of at least 30 points per game and miss the playoffs. Like that's that's garbage. Hard to do. That's hard to do. Like how bad does your defense have to be? Yeah, to miss the playoffs. And they were dumb too. Madden kept saying that throughout the game, where he'd be like, he'd be like, "Well, that's why the Patriots are the Patriots, and that's why the Chiefs are the Chiefs," because they like. Like clearly have talent, but they're just doing dumb shit, you know, or like not tackling or whatever. Yeah, well, the defense is bad. Yeah, yeah. That Dion Branch run, especially like he ran through the whole. He's like, you can't let him run through your whole defense. Yeah, yeah. or the yeah, Daniel Graham did. one too. Yeah, there was a bunch of them. That was like, God. Yeah. yeah. Were those were those Greg esque enough? That was good, Andy. Those, those are bad, better. Eh? Yeah, yeah, you should do the ones like that more often. All right, I'm watching yeah. a McGuffey mixtape right now. You remember him? No, I never seen him before. Okay. <laughs> All right, my um, my worst is the Patriots giving up the longest play of Kansas City's season. Oh, for Earthwind Moreland. Oh, I saw it in the highlights. That was bad. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, a seventy-five hates. yarder. Um, I, I, I keep wanting to say Gruden. Madden another good point there too, where it was like they they were collapsing on the middle. Because they were so scared of Gonzalez, because you know Belichick's always trying to take away the best player. Of course. Yeah. So he's like, when you do that, you leave the sidelines open. So they threw a, like a go route on the border. So that might be why. So that's a good point. And my best is Earthwind Moreland's uh, intro because it's Monday Night Football. So they do the like the so and so from so and so. Yeah, yeah. He said Earthwind Moreland from one double A powerhouse Georgia Southern. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck yeah, dude! Wrap them. <laughs> Georgia Southern, they were uh, a UNH yeah. uh, rival for a while. They were a powerhouse. There's no doubt about it. Don't they run the uh, triple option, I believe? Probably. I believe that's their deal. Yeah. <clears throat> but they're like one of the best in the country at the triple option. Yeah. Apparently, the you know, Deion Sanders is coach of Jackson State. Yeah. He just got the number one recruit in the country. I heard that. All there. By paying them, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Right. I, think it's I like thought that HBCU, was you. So you like sold them on that. Oh, I thought guy. I thought it. <coughs> you can't pay him. Uh, you can pay him for his likeness now. So I thought he did like some yeah, it, bar stools or something. Schools. <coughs> oh, COVID. Good. I'm glad they can get paid. Should be more of that in college football. Damn right. That's right. You tell them, Stevie work for free what is this bullshit that's right <clears throat> student athletes <laughs> greg how much do you think you would have been paid me i didn't i wasn't worth a fucking nickel dude <laughs> greg I had to pay them yeah i was very aware, self-aware that i was worth nothing to that school <laughs> oh fair enough yeah you're worth something to me though greg that's all that matters, dude. That's nice. Yeah. My love is priceless. That's true. <laughs> all right. Well, that pretty much wraps it out, right? You guys got anything yeah. else? Any parting thoughts? How do you think the Pats are going to fare this week against the Dolphins? I have one parting thought. This McGuffey oh. mixtape, not that good, Greg. Yeah, but it's the first one, Steve. It's like, yeah. uh, what, what is it, Casablanca, where the movie actually blows, but it's like the first one that was actually like modern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see that. You can see some of the VCR recording stamps in this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely hand cut. And, like, yeah, you know how, like, when you used to watch them before you realized that, like, just because you're good at, like, peewee doesn't make you good at pro, you know? Oh, yeah. So you'd be yeah. like, dude, I'm going to follow this guy until he's in the league. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was the first time you were like, oh, wait, 
No, he sucks now. <laughs> Everybody else grew up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They all caught up to him in size and speed. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's mediocre. Uh-huh. All right. What's next week, Greg? Uh, that's a good question. You tell me. All right. We'll statue. Uh, it's it's not uh, on Friday, though. Week 12. Uh, Paige is hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Seven and three Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, that sounds like a good game. Brian mm. Billick. Yo, buddy. That's exciting. I don't remember these games. All right, take us out, Greg. Well, until next time, I hope you bitches stay safe and stay clean. Unlike my two fucking dumbass brothers here, (laughs) wear your mask, get your booster. Don't be an idiot. See you later. See you later.